Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Motivation Burrito. I am your host, Melissa, and it is Tuesday. I've missed all my avocados, and I'm really excited, as usual, to be here today. So today's topic is actually a topic that I didn't think I was going to talk about for a while, nor did I think I was even remotely ready to talk about this topic. But before I do, I wanted to take a couple of moments to be honest about a couple of things. So the first thing I want to be honest about is the last couple of episodes that I recorded, I pretty much recorded from like my bed and I used, uh, I used my headphones with the microphone that I basically take with me whenever I'm in the car or if I'm just working out like those, you know, the earbuds basically. So I know that the recording quality probably wasn't as good as I wanted it to be, but I just could not make the time to actually sit and set up my microphone and set up my headphones and set up my laptop in order to really just sit down and record. Also, between the hustle and bustle of last week and the busyness and not feeling well, it just seemed easier for me to just grab the earbuds and do my errands as I recorded. And, you know, I was also cooking, basically. So I was trying to record my podcast and I was trying to cook and I was trying to eat and relax and get like little tasks done in between my podcast recording and then the pauses because it was just so hot and I was dehydrated on top of all of that. So when you're kind of just on the go and you're on the go in the heat, it just all starts to take its toll on you. And you have moments where between the allergies, the heat, the constant moving around and all of it just compiles and you're like, holy crap, I can't breathe. So that's one of the first things I wanted to be honest about because again, I I love what I'm doing. I love this podcast. I invested in getting a really good microphone so that I could record a quality episode and minimize the background noise as much as possible. And I found that the last couple of times I just didn't even set myself up for it. So I felt really bad in that sense. The second thing I want to be honest about is that most of these episodes are pre-recorded due to the fact that I do have to do research on some of them. And also because I like to launch my podcast first thing in the morning. So it's really hard for me to get up at like 6.30, 7 o'clock in the morning, especially on a work day because I still work my nine to five job. So on a work day for me to wake up at seven o'clock in the morning, which I normally do anyway, like I normally wake up at like 7.30ish, but It's to get ready, you know, it's so that I can cook myself breakfast, give myself a good meal, get myself awake and ready to start my work day. So the time that I spend early in the morning is me 
getting ready for work. So to take additional time to record a podcast, while I would love to do that, and eventually I do want to get to the point where, you know, this podcast generates enough sponsorship and income where I can quit my nine to five. Uh, But a girl can dream and we are a long way from that. I will tell you that right now. So in the meantime, most of these episodes are pre-recorded, but there are some days where I have a day off, whether it's like a Tuesday or a Friday. I uh, Sometimes I take like those days off just for a personal time, and those will be the times where I record it in the morning so that it's still posted up by 8 a.m. So, but like I said, most times these episodes are pre-recorded, so... As much as I, again, want to wake up super early in the morning to record a half-hour episode, it usually involves more prep time than that. And I, again, I like to make sure that I give you guys the amount of time and content that I feel is needed to provide a valuable episode for you guys. So that's the second thing that I really wanted to be honest and transparent about. And I think that was really it in terms of recording. Um, If you hear background noise today, again, I set my microphone up to minimize as much background noise as possible. However, I am running behind on time today because I just, again, cooked for myself, made food, and... Let me tell you, I was, I was having a day like this week has already gotten off to a rough start. Like work was crazy. Um, we're like, it's just last week was so busy and I'm still trying to play catch up for the amount of work that I have to do. And so, you know, my Monday was definitely a Monday. That's for sure. But again, This is a Tuesday morning, so hopefully we're looking at a much better day. But let's just say that the stuff that I made for myself did not come out the way that I wanted to. And I've been trying to cook more of my meals. Like I've been trying to cook dinner and I've been trying to have like healthier lunches as well and even breakfast like sometimes I'll actually make myself eggs or I've been trying to do like avocado toast and most of the times I'll do protein shakes because it's just easier but I really do try and give myself a couple of days a week where I'm actually cooking a breakfast so again um it usually depends on how I'm feeling, but let's just say my cooking is not going well this week. For dinner last night, I tried to make myself a salsa and that did not work out so well. There was something that was just not right about the smell. And I think one of the peppers that I had put into the salsa was bad and not good anymore. So my salsa did not come out the way I wanted it to. But the dinner was still pretty good, so I can't complain. And then, like I said, I'm trying to cook 
breakfast and trying to cook more healthier meals for myself so that I can give myself the proper nutrition that I deserve and I can be healthy and happy and look good so that when so that way when I finally start adding videos to my podcast you guys could see my face and also I want to do a branded photo shoot eventually so there's a lot of stuff that I want to do so back to today's topic today's topic is well today's topic is a declaration that I made for myself I'm trying to figure out the best way to say this so as I've said in some of my previous episodes I am doing a program with my mentor and it's opened up a lot of things for me that I have suppressed in my past, like a lot of emotions, a lot of anger that I've still held towards certain people, a lot of things that I kept myself stuck on. Like I said, this podcast for me was huge because I had been so focused on trying to be a public speaker and motivational speaker that I didn't think about alternative methods to getting my voice out there and still providing inspiration and motivation to an audience um, just on a different scale and on a different platform. So I was being very closed-minded about a lot of things. So this program has actually opened doors for me so that I can start living out my dreams, even though it's not the way I had originally envisioned it it's getting me to the same end result. It's just a different path. So I've mentioned that I've been doing this program since about May, end of May, which was when I started this podcast. So this weekend was a very quiet weekend and I had some time to sit with my thoughts and, you know, moving forward because we're all, we're pretty much at the halfway mark. And we are starting to like fine tune and really narrow down and hone in on our goals. And one of my goals is about relationships, but I have a lot of walls and a lot of blocks around this very topic. And I have been single for four years now. And we're going to talk about the difference between what I'm about to say and my status as a single woman, because there's a very important distinction between the two. So the declaration that I made for myself is I am available. Now, don't go crazy, people. Um, The reason why this is such a very important distinction is because, as I said, I've been single for four years. So for four years, I have dated maybe a couple of times, but I haven't gotten into any serious relationships. I haven't really done anything or committed to anyone on a serious level. In fact, for the last two years, I want to say, I haven't even tried at all. I think last year I finally deleted all of my dating apps. I stopped trying and I just said, whatever happens, happens at this point. I'm not looking. I'm not trying. I'm not putting any effort into this because there's other things I want in my life that are more important to me. So for the past four years, I've been single. But I've realized this weekend that I have not been available. And I realized that 
I wanted to start calling in a relationship into my life. Like energetically, I wanted to make myself ready for a relationship again and kind of move away from being single and, you know, hoping to find a partner in the near future. So I've opened that door again. But when I realized that it's not just about saying I want a relationship, it's not just about being ready for a relationship, I needed to be available. I needed to be emotionally emotionally available. I needed to be mentally available, obviously physically available, and spiritually available. I needed to be sure that when I do finally decide to commit to somebody that I am really committing, that there's no walls up, that there's no blocks, that there's no resentments, that there's no past pain and trauma and experiences that I'm holding on to because all of these things would make me unavailable to the person that I invite into my life. So let's say I did end up meeting somebody and they were just this great guy. And I was like, oh my God, I want to go on a date with this person. I'm really excited. There's somebody new in my life, but I had a wall up and I just wasn't connecting with them emotionally because I was holding on to somebody in my past. Like that's not fair to that person. So I realized that if I'm going to move forward in this part of my life where I'm inviting a relationship into my life, I needed to be available. It wasn't enough to be single anymore. In fact, being single to me was just like being closed off. Like I now equate single with being closed off and unavailable. So I don't like that word anymore. So when somebody says to me, oh, are you single? It just leaves a bad taste in my mouth because of my experiences and because of what I've done and the choices that I've made. So now for me, when I look at myself as being single, I equate that with being closed off and unavailable. And I don't want that. I don't want that to be the definition, but at the same time, right now, that's that's what it is to me. So I needed to make a declaration that I am available, that I am ready for somebody to come into my life, that I am open for deep conversations, meaningful conversations. I am open to new ideas and I'm open to somebody really being present and supportive and creating a sense of like community in a way. I I say community because like for me, my podcast equals community and I like that togetherness, that share, that give and take dynamic. So I want that sense of true partnership between me and that person. So in order to do that energetically, I needed to declare myself as available. So I'm going to take a short break and I'm going to grab some water. And when I return, I'm going to talk more about what declaring myself as available now means for me and my future. And 
especially with the way things are right now, I'm going to talk about what dating is actually going to look like for me. So I will be right back after this short break. Welcome back, my avocados. You are listening to The Motivation Burrito, and I am your host, Melissa. And before the break, I was talking about my declaration this weekend that I am now an available woman and what that means to me versus the idea of being single. Just to give a quick recap, basically, I declared that I am now available to invite a new relationship into my life. And that single or the term single doesn't resonate for me anymore because in my experience, I've used the word single as an excuse to be closed off and emotionally unavailable and just not wanting anything to do with dating or inviting somebody into my life. So by me saying that I'm available and declaring myself open to a partnership and a relationship, it is changing the dynamic so that the universe knows that, yes, I am available for conversation. I'm available for emotions, which to be honest, that was the part that I needed to clarify and declare the most because in the past, when it comes to relationships, I have struggled finding men who have the capacity to acknowledge their emotions, to talk about their emotions, and to show up on a deeper emotional level. But I'm a Scorpio, so emotions are necessary. Emotions are my thing. They come up. I'm very passionate. Like, everything is about emotions with a, with a Scorpio, just like cancers. I think cancers are also a very emotional sign. So because of that, I need a person in my life who has the capacity and maturity to have conversations that are centered around how they feel. But it's very hard to call a relationship in when you don't have the capacity to talk about emotions, when you don't have the capacity to acknowledge your own emotions, and when you can't show up authentically or honestly or vulnerably. So for me, that declaration of saying that I'm available encompassed all those things. And it was my way of saying to the universe that I am acknowledging that I am an emotional human being And that this is part of who I am. And that if I'm going to invite a relationship into my life, I am doing so knowing that I'm going to show up and not hide my emotions anymore. And that I need somebody who is going to be able to have the harder conversations, the deeper conversations, the conversations where we have to face what we're feeling, acknowledge what we're feeling, and talk through what we're feeling. So this was a very big shift for me to be able to say that and declare that for myself and for my future. 
So what does this mean in terms of dating? What is that going to look like, especially since we're still in the middle of a pandemic? And I had to think about this because, I mean, I don't really have to think about this, but I did think about this because it is a little weird to make a profound declaration about what you want in your life when we're in the middle of a pandemic and parts of the state are still not open. Inside dining is still not quite allowed. Dining outside is allowed, but there's only limited seating at restaurants that have outdoor dining. So dating right now looks a little strange. And online dating apps are starting to use video technology so that you can have video dates on your own time and at your own free will. And you could be anywhere you want to when you have these video dates. Like you could be at a coffee shop, you could be at your house, you could be at a restaurant, like whatever you choose to do. They're now making video dating an option so that you can still meet somebody in a pandemic. But for me, I like that person-to-person interaction. Like, I like in-person interaction. So, I don't know if anybody has heard of love languages or if anybody knows about love languages, but my top two love languages are words of affirmation and quality time. So quality time for me is a big deal, which means I like to do things with my partner. So when you're in a pandemic, quality time looks different. It changes because you're not able to do as many of the activities that you wanted to do. Like, yeah, you could still go to parks. You could probably grab a cup of coffee, go for a drive. And again, video conferencing now is all the rage. Who'd have thought? But it doesn't allow you that in-person interaction. And it's hard sometimes to really see a person's micro expressions through video. Like, There are times where you might miss a micro expression that you'll see if you were sitting right next to that person. And if the camera quality isn't great, you're definitely going to miss those micro expressions. And I am all about those micro facial expressions. If you don't know what what micro expressions are, look it up. It's really fun. I'll tell you. It's those like, it's basically what it sounds like. It's tinier, less noticeable facial expressions or body movements that you see when you're up close and personal with the person. So whether it's like the raise of an eyebrow or a person looks to the left when they're trying to avoid a certain part of the conversation or they twiddle their thumbs or bite their lower lip, like tiny little actions like that, that give away a person's emotion that they don't feel comfortable expressing. So that's why I love micro-expressions. To me, they're very, very telling. 
So if you don't have a quality camera, or if you're using your phone, which has a smaller camera, obviously, you're going to miss those micro expressions. So for me, it's not as fun. So dating right now is probably going to be a little bit strange for me, which is why I'm in no rush. I'm not going to open up all my dating apps again and create my profile. I am just going to take it for what it is right now and acknowledge the fact that I made that declaration for myself. (laughs) Another thing that came up in terms of dating is a post that I saw that one of my friends shared on Facebook. And it was something along the lines of asking a question of ladies, if a guy said that he wasn't going to spend money on you until after the 90 day mark, would you still date him? And would you still be okay with that? And I thought about this question because again, times are changing. In earlier generations, it was kind of the polite thing and the gentlemanly thing to do to always pay for the, for the female, you know, it was, it was a generational thing, but it was also a chivalry thing and a courtesy thing and a cur- I'm sorry, not courtesy, courteous thing to do for the man to pay for the woman. And in today's day and age, there's more of an independent dynamic going on. So like women feel that, or some women feel like they can pay their own way. They could do things on their own. They don't need a man to support them. So it's a tough question. But for me personally, if a man did not want to spend money on me until the 90 day mark, it's reasonable because right now we are in uncertain times. And also dating is harder nowadays, especially in your thirties, finding somebody who's on the same page as you with the same values and the same morals and the same or similar spiritual goals, career goals, the same things, you know, that you want in a relationship, having that dynamic It's not easy. Some of us are evolving faster than others. Some of us are more spiritual than others. So to really find someone that is on that same wavelength that provides what you need in a relationship is difficult. And you want to make sure that what you invest, you're going to get back in some way. So if you invest this money on all these dates with this person and you realize that it's just not working out, it's a little disappointing. I'm not going to say like, oh, now you're at a loss because that's not completely true. I mean, you did gain something from it. You gained knowledge of what you want in your relationships. You realized that that person wasn't the right person and that stuff was missing and you can only get this through experience. But at the same time, it's disappointing because, again, you spent money on this. You spent money on dinners. You spent money on activities. You spent money on things and ways to get to know a person. So 
this idea of not spending money on the other person until you hit the 90-day mark also makes you get creative with your dating, right? You're now looking to find activities that involve the least amount of money possible because you know that you're paying your own way. So it could be something like a coffee date or a video conference date or a walk in the park or activities that cost like the least amount of money, especially since you both are pretty much paying your own way at this point. So for me, it's a reasonable statement. I don't see anything wrong with it personally, but there are some women in this world who still appreciate the chivalry and the old school values. So it's definitely a very tough question, which is why dating is going to look different for everybody. And it's also why dating is going to look very different for me right now. Because again, as a person who likes quality time, granted, we can stay home and, or we can go to like one place or the other, but still, that still involves gas. That still involves snacks. It still involves like, you know, renting movies. If you don't have movies, like there's still a lot that comes with that. So it's just a very unique and uncertain time right now. And I'm honestly not sure how the future will look in that sense. But online dating and the internet opens up the doors to a lot of possibilities. And so you never know what will happen or what can happen. Hey, you may even meet a celebrity because everybody's on Twitter. Everybody's on Instagram. And it's easier now to connect with a lot of the people that you didn't think you were able to connect with, connect with. So like, for instance, a lot of celebrities are doing virtual interviews now. So there's like virtual reunions, virtual interviews. They go live on Instagram to like reach out to their fans and have fans ask them questions because they're at home too. A lot of them still haven't gone back to work and they still haven't worked on projects due to COVID-19 and regulations and just, you know, When you're recording and filming a TV show, there's, you know, the cast, the crew, the production team, post-production. So there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of people involved in getting these shows to us. So our actors and our favorite celebrities are also at home during this time. And again, they're having virtual interviews, they're having lives on Instagram, and they're connecting with their audience and their fan base. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, So yeah, so they're connecting with their audience and their fan base, which can also open crazy doors that you never thought of. Again, uncertain times. Anything is possible at this point. The pandemic has proved that anything is possible. So for all of you out there who are single, this episode is for you because I want you to take a look at how available are you to invite somebody in your life. And I know that it's hard because I've experienced some hardships in relationships too, 
and things have not been perfect. And especially when you're single for so long, it's hard to make that subtle differentiation between being single and being available or being both single and available. If you find yourself single and you're still holding on to a person or a memory or an idea that you may get back with someone from your past, then you're not available. And that could be part of the reason why you haven't found the person. And you may not even be doing it consciously. It may be subconscious because that's what the issue was for me. I was doing it subconsciously and not even realizing that I was still unavailable. The reason why I'm having this conversation today is because it's scary and it's a scary conversation for me to have. But like I said, I'm honest and the motivation burrito is here to tell the honest experiences. It's, it's, I'm here to tell the honest feelings and to be open with my audience about the stuff that does not come easy and the stuff that we face on a day to day. And I'm admitting that I was closed off. So I want my listeners to think about the ways that they have closed themselves off, whether it's to new friendships, whether it's to their bosses, whether it's to employees, whether it's to a significant other. And I want you to ask yourself, how can I make myself more available so that I can invite better relationships or I can improve on the existing relationships in my life. Maybe a relationship is failing because you're not as available as you thought you were. So I'm saying this because I'm with you and this is a scary thing for me. But I want my avocados to know that we can do this together, that we could step forward together, and that being available is an amazing thing because it is going to open doors to new and improved relationships. It's going to allow us to really be fully and authentically ourselves without judgment, without fear, without doubt. And we get to move forward with confidence, knowing that we can have those conversations. We can be more intimate. We can be more open. We can be more honest and vulnerable with the people in our lives. So today's ending question, because once again, I am over my time as usual. Today's question is, how can I make myself more available to the people in my life so that I can invite in new relationships or improve on the existing ones? And with that, I can't wait to see what answers and things and feelings this brings up for my audience. And I love to hear your feedback. So if you want to provide feedback, please visit the Motivation Burrito podcast on Facebook and send me a message. If you have any ideas on topics that you would like to hear or things that I should talk about, also feel free to send me a message. And 
my social media links or my other social media links, I should say, are on that page. So feel free to reach out to me any way you would like to. I will see you all Friday and have a great rest of your week. Once again, you're listening to the Motivation Burrito Podcast, and I am your host, Melissa. Thank you for listening, and thank you to all my loyal listeners who stay here with me every episode, and I really hope that you guys are enjoying yourselves. Have a great week, and I'll see you all on Friday.